it's been so long. There we go. I can't hear you now. Technical oh, now you're back. Weird. Welcome, everybody, <laughs> to the sixth episode of The Big Show. Uh, we have, as usual, Ryan Fournier and myself tonight, but we also have a special guest. His name is James Jimbo Fratantonio. Everybody, welcome to the guy. Long time <laughs> coming. Avid listener, first time caller. Excited to be a part of the show. Amazing. Too, man. We're looking forward to it. Yeah, we're going to have a blast tonight. We've got a lot to talk about. Um, you know, as our, as our guest, I think we should start with you. Uh, we got a couple of questions lined up for you. So we'll start off with maybe one or all of them. Who knows? Uh, tell us what's new in the life of Jim. Oh, life milestones left and right. Um, just got married. Mm-hmm. We're wearing the wedding ring. It's uh, quite heavy, quite tight. Um, <laughs> only had... One of uh, Deanna's family members, her aunt, tell me I either need to get the ring resized or lose weight at the wedding. So, oh, you know, she waited a long good time. stuff there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, bought, a, bought a house, got a puppy. Uh, we got a fence in at the house. And uh, hopefully this week. So let me ask you, stop you right there. Oh, go ahead. We'll get a car. We'll get a car. The, the car is coming. Oh yeah, nice. it's, in, it's in Air, Massachusetts, and it needs to be delivered to to Westboro, and uh, it's been there for a week. So I don't. It's thirty minute drive. I don't know what the fuck's taking them so long, but what are you gonna do? It takes a long yeah, time to walk a car. So obviously, the fence it. is the most exciting. But what's been the second most exciting? <laughs> we uh, we put it in an audio system. I got uh, oh, uh so the. In the basement, it has a theater, so it has like a projection and and that. And so we need to do that, awesome. but uh, like get some good sound down there. But upstairs, we got the the Sonos. So for those that uh, are looking to upgrade their audio system, having the wireless Sonos with uh, the no wires showing or anything like that with the surround sound out, that was pretty awesome. Nice. I love it. You remember? Yeah. In, oh my uh, God, Mac just threw a horrible pick. Again. Oh, unless it's God. unless it's Amazon, you're like an hour behind. Unless I'm an hour behind and he throws another. I one. must be an hour behind. I'm like, shit, they're on fucking defense. That's yeah. on defense here. Maybe I just caught a replay and I missed the actual play. Because I'm seeing them on defense out. now. <laughs> what's the what's the quarter in the in the minutes left on your side, right? Uh there's 14 minutes and seven seconds in the first quarter. No, oh, I'm just kidding. Okay. It's 13 like, minutes in the second quarter. <laughs> oh, I was like, when you started saying 14, I was like, wow, you're actually a minute game time behind. Holy shit. Uh, <laughs> no, I'm uh, at 13 yeah. in the second. Okay. Oh, cool. well, the Bears have the ball then. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, they do. It was just <laughs> oh, a replay. Okay. <laughs> oh, all right. I was like, what are you talking It's fourth down. Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> okay, so see now, spoiler alert, it's only third down here. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> this is unreal. Jim, All I gotta say is Judon. Anyways, you know, coming back. What's up? Do you remember uh, in the basement on Lanthorn Road when we, when Tyler Graham's Gleason installed the surround sound speaker in our basement? Yes. Yes. Dude. And using the staple gun to uh, get the wires all down. Oh, yeah. At three oh, yeah. o'clock in the morning. That was wonderful. Yeah. 
Yeah, I blasted uh, OAR. Diana Diana was super pumped about that. Good choice, though. (laughs) (laughs) She was so upset. I definitely don't have a cat allergy for all the time we spent in that basement with kitty litter. (laughs) It's fine. But anyways, let's talk some fantasy football here. Um, Let's do what we typically do here. Let's go down the line in matchups. Foreigner, who's your first one this week? It is... It's a me, Jamario, versus the Muth Hurts. Yes. And the Muth did hurt again this week, two weeks in a row. <laughs> it is. It's a little bit of a concerning losing streak for big Timothy over there. What do we got? We had Burrow versus Pickett. Uh, Burrow with <laughs> 49 compared to 14 for Pickett. Jeez. It's virtually the entirety of the differential. That's amazing. That's right, because right now it's 183 to 146. You know, Chubb outscored Brees by six. Brees also but left the, after four touches. And you have to imagine yeah, the Bears won't score 18. Uh, I mean, the hopefully Matt Jones scores a touchdown. Right? Oh, spoiler alert. Mm, it's Zappy. The time. sorority girl oh. is in. <laughs> Sorry. Missed that one. Oh, boy. Wow, Max's been replaced. <laughs> yeah, they didn't like that match. Your career the guy is the over. <laughs> if Bailey <laughs> runs down here and scores a touchdown, oh, mm-hmm. his career will be over. Mm-hmm. Could, could get ugly this season. <laughs> I mean, we don't have to say his career's over. He's in his second year. Oh, hang on, guys. I got to actually take a call. All right. We'll, Sorry. we'll, we'll keep going here. Uh, a 16-week angle injury is uh, is coming out in the news for Mac Jones here. <laughs> <laughs> well, they got to somehow preserve his trade value. Yeah. Though it's, it's hard when Bailey Zappi comes out and touchdown in like five plays after the Pats had two first downs in the first quarter and a couple of turnovers. Yeah, or one turnover, I don't know. I just turned the game on, I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, well, same. I didn't even know it was a turnover, but because I'm doing this podcast here. But yeah, and then the um I, I, I was trying to remember one of the other the questions as well. And and I think it I think it was actually uh the bachelor party when, when Frank was ragging at us for talking about fantasy football, and I think it finally clicked where he was like, Oh, it's like more than just fantasy football it's it's the way that you guys communicate and and continue to keep in touch with each other and it was like oh okay so he'd been ragging on it for like a decade and i think it finally clicked like yeah man it's fantasy football but when else are we going to do a podcast on fucking monday night you know what i mean (laughs) right it gives us reasons to have fun and hang out with each other just so true all right that was a good fucking weekend yeah it was a good time Coming back to this uh, lineup here, since Fournier's out here, um, I like Tim's team. You know, I, I there isn't anyone that like jumps out except for Nick Chubb. Obviously, he's the the best running back there, and then the worst draft pick of all time, Michael Pittman. But um, <laughs> other other than that, I mean, his, his team just always performs. But I feel like he's got the the fill bug where the people that he plays against just put up more points. And he's just a little unlucky. Yeah, I think honestly, one forty six isn't a bad point total for the week. Um, so you can't really be upset with that. And to your point, 
yeah, there's Chubb there. But then you look through the rest of his roster, and you're kind of like, well, what could I do with it in a trade with him? I like, what what does he need? What is he looking for? And you go through, he's like, all right, so he's got Chubb. He's got Mostert, who in the past couple of weeks has just been really great ever since week four. You know, 12, 23, 7, 23. So he has kind of a lower floor than what you'd want. But he's still a good RB2 option in a very high-powerful high offense. You got Pittman. I like this Wendell Robinson kid uh, in New York because he's looked pretty good and no one else has from the receiver right. position on that offense. Terry McLaurin. For the last decade, yeah. <laughs> it's like Terry McLaurin was just waiting for Tim to get him back before he start, before he had his first good game. Um, so, like, that's a good wide receiver option. Fryer Muth, who's actually good when he plays. Judy, who's hit or miss. But then he also has got Devontae Smith on the back, on the bench, Jahan Dodson, James Conner. So, like, he has depth in every position. There's nobody who's jumping out at you, but you look at the team and you're like, I don't really know if there's any weaknesses that would motivate him to make a move. And yeah. it's my long-winded way of saying I agree with you on your assessment on his team, you know? Yeah. Yeah, and, and coming back to one of the things that Kareem had said as well, I, I would say, even though I think you and I have done the most trades uh, as far as my limited tenure here, Tim is easily the, the easiest person to do a trade with. He just comes out and he's like, yeah, here's a fair deal. And you're like, yeah, okay, let's let's make this happen. <laughs> yeah, no. there's, there's a limited back and forth because it's just a fair initial offer. And we honestly wouldn't have done the three-team trade between him, Andy, and I in the offseason if it wasn't for Tim just being like, James, come on, it, it's it's a good deal. Just do it. Right. I'm like, All right, yeah, right. fine. That's cool. <laughs> uh, but we are, you know, got to give some attention to the winning team in this matchup. Andy, Burrow, 49. Do we have to? Yeah, we got to buy <laughs> in the bylaws. Uh, it is. Jamar with 37. Uh, this I don't even know his first name. Is it Jawan? Yep, Jawan Johnson. Jawan Johnson, 20. yeah. Um, you know, T with 14, Latavius with 11. Wait, are we recording again? Oh, yeah, yeah, cool. Um, we got yeah, Brees Hall. His team was looking primed for a run, and Brees Hall went down, and now it's like, yeah, Latavius Murray is not a good option as your RB1. He's a fine, oh my god, Zappy got a TD. This yeah. is so good. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, Sorry, oh, yeah. welcome back to the party, dude. He stepped in and he threw a bomb, like an unbelievable. Oh cow. my god, Mac Jones' career yeah. has been ended before our eyes. He's gonna have a sixteen-week uh, recovery from that ankle. Funny. Yeah, we we talked about Andy's team. He was primed for a good line for a good it run, was. and then Brees got hurt. Maybe Jamo can come back and uh, give another boost, but he needs to make a deal if he wants to keep going this year. So I think, yeah, and I, I think, think he's got a good will. shot, but yeah, it does. Yeah. Sorry, he, Jim, go ahead. He, he, well, he invested in uh, since his offense, and we all knew that eventually that was going to be the right move. So yeah, yeah, yeah. If they do well and he has the right pieces around his team, he could pretty much beat anybody any week. But when you put all your eggs in one basket, yeah, it could go the other direction too. <laughs> he could drop one ninety, or he could drop one ten. But Which I think he's like going to drop 190 on... more frequently than 110. You know what I mean? Maybe. Maybe. I was going to say, I mean, it's about 50, on brand three. as it gets for Andy for fantasy football. Like, he thinks he's put together this super team, and he'll tell you about it. 
and it put up 200 and he'll get validation and then they'll put up fucking 75 the next week. It's just <laughs> the way that his tenure goes, man. It's a prediction. Andy, who plays who next week? Labar. Ooh. Wow. Are you wow. are you guaranteeing a victory for Labar here? <laughs> yes. I'm yeah. fucking, fucking hot take of the week. I guarantee <laughs> Labar wins. Labar spanks Andy. I fucking love it. <laughs> All right, who do we oh have next? Forty, you want to you want to run through uh, Chris versus Labar? That was yep. a Chris of the week. versus Labar. Well, so bring us back to the beginning of this matchup. On the very first play, I think they showed on Red Zone, the Bucks ran a play action pass, and Mike Evans to steal from T Higgins was booty butt naked, and <laughs> he absolutely. It looked like he tried to catch it with his feet. It was unbelievable. He hit it like 40 yards in the air. The only thing that could have made it worse is what it's, if it was a pick somehow. Um, but it was atrocious. Uh, easiest touchdown of his life dropped. 75-yarder. So that wasn't great. From there, Labar actually bounced back quite a bit. I don't know what you're doing starting Marcus Mariota, dude. Have you seen their offense? It's a fucking joke. You already have their offense. His name is Tyler Algier. Um <laughs> Like they're gonna throw on. it twelve times a game. Like, what are you doing starting their quarterback? So <laughs> they threw it. They lost. So this is actually the most unbelievable statistic. They trailed by seventeen for more than three quarters, and they threw it thirteen times. <laughs> what are they? What's their plan? Anyways, uh, Herbert, was, Herbert, I, as, as two as two teams that that rocked their all stars that would be catching these balls, we are very familiar. With these fucking throwing yeah. numbers. Like, what exactly. the fuck? Oh, London had one target this week, Jim. One. Oh, I'm well aware. Yeah, it fucking sucks. He, he's it's, not good. So had one more beyond the line of scrimmage. Like, it was absurd. Oh, they got a he's pick? He's not Let's in the go. lineup this week. Yeah, they didn't actually uh, draft yeah, Pitts in be. London because they wanted to throw it to them. No, that would be silly. Um, no, they're the going to run it 20 news, times with Cordero Patterson. Herbert. Yeah, Sorry. Right. Herbert has not looked that good um, this year. I've been a little bit like he. Like what's I don't know. I know he, they don't have receivers as much, but he's at least had Mike Evans. You know, Labar's big acquisition, Mike. Gerald Everett, um, Mike Quinn. Williams, not Mike, Mike Evans. Quinn. Sorry, I got you. Um, and you know, it's just like what's going on. Like I, it doesn't make any sense. But he still had twenty two, so it's not the end of the world. Um, and when your opponent is playing Mariota, you know, you're in business. Um, <laughs> To interject here, do we think he's actually having a bad year or were the expectations just so high? Because he's eighth overall at quarterback, which isn't great, but that's a guaranteed starter you want to put in there every week. And he's had 15, 17, and 12. Those are like yeah. four weeks. It's not and... bad. That's like those are Aaron Rodgers weeks. Um <laughs> like Tom Brady. <laughs> or Tom Brady. Um, no, it's it's not bad, but I guess I just would have expected it to be a little bit better. And I guess there's still time. Um, but he just, it's not even just about the fantasy numbers. He, they've thrown it 55 times a game. He's getting 20 points. That seems kind of crazy. Um, with, with how much, how much they've really been chucking it. Um, I mean, this he's Chris's bye week. He's only but, been sacked. I, I, he's only been sacked eight times in six games as well. So it's not, I, I was trying to see if maybe it was offensive line play, but I know they invested so much money on their defense with like JC Jackson, who's now fucking benched. Right. Actually, he anyway, tore his yeah, like Achilles man. or something the other day. Yeah, he got hurt. Oh, I think. Well. 
Yeah. Oh, well, I feel a little bit worse about that now, but <laughs> talking shit about a guy who got hurt. Who are you? So Andy of you. <laughs> <laughs> so all of us of you. Uh so Kareem Hunt versus Aaron Jones. Aaron Jones had a nice bounce back week. They they finally threw him the ball. He he didn't have the most efficient week, um, but he got he had fifty three yards on nine receptions and two touchdowns. So that's a good week. Uh, only eight for twenty three on the ground, um, but uh, yeah, he looked good. I mean, they need to involve him more. So we'll have to, Lamar, we'll have to see. I just fucking called you, Lebar. Ryan, uh, let us know when you catch up here. Yeah, it I'm on a commercial. Oh my god. <laughs> 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 Anyways, keep running through the, the, the team. Man. Yeah, we've got Algier versus Tony Pollard, pretty even, fourteen twelve. Lockett versus Valdez Scantling. Uh, Scantling actually had his first good game in the year, sixteen points. Um, and and uh, <clears throat> Lockett looks fine. Metcalf got hurt, so it doesn't sound like it's going to be like season ending. But it, it's not exactly clear what ha- what's wrong either. Yeah. Um, so I can't imagine he's going to play like. Oh my god! Thank the next you. week or something. <laughs> was that Devontae? No, no it's Devontae Parker. Parker. Oh, it's Parker. Okay. Um. Wow. Wait, is that Zappy? Oh my god, he's so good. <laughs> he's so good. Just forty-yard bombs left and right. It was beautiful. It was beautiful. Are you ready to get Zappy Monday Night Football? What a sign! So, Lamar, go pick up Zappy instead of Mariota, okay? Like, come yeah, on. There, yeah. there you go, Jim. That's some useful advice. See, this is what we need on the pod. <laughs> um, so, Thornton versus Claypool. Nine for Claypool. Thornton's yet to score. Uh, Noah Brown. Wow, Chris, really digging deep there. He did see seven targets. Absurd. Um, <laughs> since Gallup, I think, had zero points this week. Yeah, uh, another goose. Mike egg, Evans man. had 18 points. Yeah. Mike Evans, classic, of course it was. (laughs) Uh, Mike Evans had nine for 96, which, again, looks super good. But, man, could he have had a much better day. Um, Gerald Everett, 11. Up game for Mark Andrews. I mean, he was kind of hurt all week, and he didn't practice today either. Um, I don't know if he's going to play this Thursday. We'll have to see. Uh, He's clearly hurting. He doesn't just get zero. He doesn't just get two targets, you know? Especially on National Um, Tight Ends Day. Exactly. What are they doing? I read a stat with Mark Andrews that uh, he hasn't Stevenson. been in on a play that wasn't a throw. So, like, he literally doesn't block. He's a wide receiver. No wow. shit. Interesting. Actually, I did read that the, the other season. day, too. Yeah, yeah he had like, yet to pass block fuck? once. He's run blocks, but he doesn't pass block. Yeah. Damn. Oh, that's, that's true. Yeah, yeah. He doesn't pass block. Every time he's out there, yeah, yeah, yeah. Pretty yeah. sure even every, Jimmy. He's run basically every route. Even Jimmy Graham was out there for some running plays back in the day. No, they still have well, to run wrong. plays. Yeah, he yeah, doesn't I got pass it wrong. block on passing plays ever. Like which tight end occasionally does, right? Uh, okay, okay. Like or a lot of rock with yeah. chip and yeah. Not just like a screen, but like any play. <laughs> any play? <laughs> yeah, any play. <laughs> trying to wrap my head around this because I am used to well, Gronk, who would do everything. Right, but like you know how sometimes he would just block and they would have other receivers run routes. Yeah. Like so that's Harry what they're saying stuff. Mark Andrews hasn't done yet. Um, so I'm whenever all crazy. the other receivers are running a route, so is Mark Andrews. Good for you, Mark. You found yeah. your niche. There we go. Then we got James on board. Uh, the star of Labar's trade last week, Kenyon Drake, 1.6, 11 for five yards. That's Brutal. not great. Brutal. Antonio Dynamo coming through for – he actually looked pretty good this week. Uh, 10 for 60. 
three for 18 and a touchdown. Tucker, 13, Lutz, 11. Cowboys, D, 28. Wow, 28. The Cowboys, D is so cheap. They're okay, so good. Title. Um, and then uh, Ravens, D, 17. So that's a pretty good battle, actually, with the kickers and defenses here. Maybe we should get that rid of them. kind of their primary stores. We really should. Um, We're not doing it this week. <laughs> We're not doing it this week. <laughs> All right, we've got – who do you got next? I have Max and Listy, man. It's true. Team Listy Man versus Poetic Justice Hill. Um, is Justice Hill even on his roster? He is. He picked ah, him up and he said it would be a shame if he was super good. And then he fumbled. And then he fumbled. <laughs> Amazing. That's so, probably bad. This score is basically 163 to 81. So essentially, Mike has doubled Max's point total. But in Max's defense, he does have Ramondre right now. Um, quarterbacks, Kyler Murray with 20, Jared Goff with four. Um, I do respect <laughs> what serious question though. That's worse than the Mariota start. Why did he start Jared Goff against the, the defense of the, of what fucking Cowboys? Why? Yeah. And scoring offense. I mean, I, I get it. They have one touchdown in the last eight quarters. I heard actually. Yeah. Well, I mean, but it would have been one touchdown in four quarters. Like you could chalk that up to like actually, oh, they had a bad game. If he plays I it next week, yeah, that sucks. No, you know what? They haven't actually scored a touchdown in eight quarters. That's really good. Yeah. That's really really bad. Actually, <laughs> um, like okay, Max, go get Bailey Zappi. Okay. <laughs> new. I was gonna say new waiver wire waiver frenzy. Wire. Actually, he's already on Kareem's team. Exactly. Someone's. <laughs> Kareem keeps stockpiling picks. Trade him for a third because he's better than Russ Wilson. Anyway. Uh, You're very welcome. <laughs> Mike had 22 from Derrick Henry versus Ramondre, who has 13 in the first half. Uh, Zeke had 19. Zeke looked good, and then he got hurt. Um, so he's a little banged up versus Jonathan Taylor with 16 and a half. That's the story of Max. Look Max's at his line, year. though. Well, he had... 10 carries for 58 yards, and then seven receptions for 27. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. And that's why you bench your quarterback, I guess. And yeah. <laughs> it's just It's been tough for Max or anyone who's been a Jonathan Taylor owner this year. He hasn't been terrible, but he also has not been number one overall. Like he, he's missed two games, right? But he yeah. also had two games under 10 points in his first four games. So it's been tough yeah. sledding for JT, but – I mean, he did start slow last year, and then he just went off the fucking rails. So you can't rule it out. New quarterback change. Who knows? We just saw how that works with a, with a team in the middle of this game. So who knows what Sam Ellinger is going to do? Who knows what their approach is going to be? They might just run it down people's throats now uh, because what's his name? Frank Reich is just trying to save his job, right? So how do you do that? You basically adopt the Falcons playing style. You align your defense, and you run the shit out of every single play and that's just what yeah. we do so who knows but anyways juju with 30 points versus dk with only two dk got hurt early so hopefully he comes back in a couple of weeks instead of what everybody thought was season ending Curtis oh, juju back. <clears throat> is juju back because uh, last week he had about 30 points as well yeah he's had two good weeks in a row two kinda... two busted coverage long tds yeah but look when he does it couple weeks in a row you gotta kind of give some merit to it like i was hesitant to give merit to josh jacobs we can talk about that later but uh like eventually like he's still the dude who else is gonna take like those eight targets a game 
from him, you know, with Mahomes, yeah. the opportunities there, you gotta like it if you have it, you know. Um that was and then Curtis Samuel against DeAndre Hopkins. It was nice to see D Hop back. Really cool to see him come back and also be pretty decent. Uh he does look old. Not gonna lie. Like he looked fresh last week, but he still looked a little old. And I've been obsessed with D Hop for three years watching him like crazy. He led me to the championship when I lost to Phil. And like I've got so many memories of watching him specifically play and he looks a little old. But I still would want him, you know, because he's fucking deep. They targeted him 14 times. I mean, yeah. Yeah, that, that number I think will go down a little bit more as the season like it was his first game back. I suspect he's not gonna see 14 targets every game. But um, I think part of that is Rondell Moore's not gonna only get two. And I don't well, think that's exactly it. Yeah. Ertz didn't really get as many targets as he usually does. So I think they'll spread it around, but I do still think he's going to take up essentially the same target share as Hollywood. Because why wouldn't he? You know? I don't think he's quite as good as Hollywood is at this point, but like I'm just really much out on Hopkins kind of long term. Um, I'm not the a hater. So is that yeah. haterade in your hands right now? It looks like it is. It is indeed. No, it's a <laughs> seltzer polar. Speaking of Rondell Moore, Max also has him and only had four points compared to Ayuk's 15. And then a, Dalton Schultz came out with almost 10 points for Maxi this week. So that was a big step in the right direction for him. Hawkinson, this tight end points for the season. Yeah, really. I feel like the last time, oh, wow, it's actually been a month since we saw Hawkinson go off. Hawkinson got 1.6 and had a bye and then only had about nine points this week. So, uh, you know, a little bit of a weak, a little, a little bit of a weakness for Mike there, but he does have Etn, who is clearly the the RB one for the Jacks. Yeah, now they've traded. Now they've uh, traded James, James Robinson. Robinson. Yeah, so like huge, huge move for him. It looked like he was headed that way anyway, so I'm not sure the trade affects too much for Etn stock. Like everyone's like Etn to the moon. It's like, yeah, have you been watching the past couple of games? Like he's been the yeah. guy already. Um, unfortunately for Max Doobie Doobs is really falling off the face of the planet zero receptions off four targets and then kickers for butker with four folk with two so far Bengals eight defense eight points for the defense raiders nine so max got his little butt kicked by harrison butker and the boys and hmm. mike is moving on to five and two it's a big record for an expansion team who hasn't missed the playoffs yet more to come on yep. that one Next one was a barn burner. Next one is. All right. <clears throat> Who do you have next? Is it the Italian tank and you? Or is it somebody else? We're doing us at the, at the end, right? Yeah. Gino uh... versus Pat. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Phil versus Pat. 122 to 100.54. Gino Smith versus Derek Carr. Very, very even matchup. 15.5 15.9. Oh. CEH versus Samaje P. Ryan, 9.8 for 2.9. Um, how bad is CEH, though, by the way? I can't, like, if he didn't get a touchdown, uh, that's, that's the story. Thrown of his up year. everywhere. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Eno Benjamin versus Jarek McKinnon. Whew. Uh, Eno had 24.5, the, and then McKinnon with seven. I, I sweat every time I look at pass running backs too. It's a lot to handle. 
It is. Uh, CD with 10. A little bit of a down game. Only had six. Honestly, they look worse with Dak than with Cooper Rush. I don't understand what's happening. It's so upsetting. It really is. Uh, Tyreek Hill had a down game. 13 targets, 14.2. Guy's unbelievable. Um, Looks like Samuel got hurt. Day-to-day with a hamstring strain. Oh, really no. Really year. The 9.5. <laughs> Darnell Mooney. Hamstring. He's got 5.6 for Patty's playing right now. They'll probably have to throw it because they're going to continue to get zappied. Um, <laughs> Christian Kirk had a little bounce-back game. 7 for 96. Uh, 17 points versus Olave. Continues to go. look really good. So Only good. caught half his targets, but um, he looks really good. 7 for 106. And Joku's going to be out two to five weeks. He actually got outplayed by Kittle. Seven for 71, though, still. And I think he, he left pretty early on. He was he was on his way to a nice game. Yeah, um, high ankle sprain is going to be out a while. Too bad for uh, you, Phil. George Kittle. What's that? Is that too bad for you, Phil? Yeah, I didn't bad. realize his whole bench was, was injured, too. <laughs> got Watson well, suspended. Ridley suspended. Swift is out. Akers is just Yeah, I don't not know why he has team. Ridley on his team still. I mean, I can understand keeping Watson, but Ridley's not playing this year. Um, and well, I don't that's think probably anyone's... why Phil's cashed it in. I mean, when you <laughs> lose five games, you're pretty you much the, out in the big show. You want the third option, though, on the Atlanta offense? Are you out of your fucking mind? What, is he going to get half a target a game? <laughs> like, come on. They're going to draft, they're gonna draft the quarterback in this offseason. I mean, come on. I obviously true. hope so. Uh, Phil, Phil also, I think, drafted Calvin Ridley. Like, his plan from the beginning has been – pick him up and hopefully I can get a pick from someone later on who thinks it's the right time to take a risk on a guy who comes back. And, you know, yeah, so I don't, I don't think it's going to, he hasn't played football in like three years. Like it's not, I don't know. I just don't see it, but either way, um, Hunter Renfro versus Garrett Wilson. That's a uh, Garrett Wilson has just been so disappointing with Zach Wilson. Um, yeah. Zach Wilson's terrible. Terrible. He can't throw the ball. But the Jets keep winning, so I got to shut the fuck up. Need it. I guess. Suck up with with three versus Koo with six. Pat's D at 12 versus – oh, man, Pat, you fell into the trap. Started a defense against the Giants, and they whomped you. Minus one <laughs> for the Jags. Um, so, overall, pretty uh, generic matchup for two bottom feeders. And, Is uh, – uh... Is Alavi the best uh, rookie wide receiver now through eight weeks? Definitely. Oh, Khalil. Yeah, for sure. Uh, who else is there? Right. I mean, Garrett's out of the picture. Trey London's not in the picture. Uh, I mean, yeah, not. George Pickens. Pickens. He picked it from Pickett. I mean, it's a beast. But Dude's he, he's nowhere near that zero spot. He's on the Packers' offense. That sucks. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So Alave. He's good. He's good. He looks really good. Um, final two matchups are ours, right? Oh no, no, you have a Monra versus Brendan. That's the one next. Yeah, all right, this one. So, Stas Monra no cry versus to Christian Brendan. Uh, Stas comes in at six and zero. Oh. He's projected to finish with fifty one fifty three. Yeah, Brendan is projected to finish at 109. So this one's pretty much just wrapped up. See you later. Um, Staz again gets by with an off day from Lamar Jackson. Uh, but Brendan's hot ticket 
Dak Prescott, or should I say $100 ticket, Dak Prescott only dropped 14.5. He looks terrible. I know I just talked about it, but we got to say it again. I know. And like, I don't blame Brennan for dropping an extraordinary amount of money on a quarterback, especially when it's like Dak Prescott and he's supposed to be good. But man, it's it's got to suck to lose to a kicker on Monday Night Football and then spend a hundred point hundred dollars on Dak Prescott in the look that bad. Like, I don't think it's going to continue to happen for Dak. Like I do think he's going to get better, but where I think it's fair to ask, like, what if he doesn't get better? It's not like he looked really good in their first game when he got hurt either, right? Yeah. So like they were terrible. It'll be interesting. Um, the next matchup is a couple of studs. Austin Eckler dropped 37, and Christian McCaffrey. It's like the third or fourth week in a row. He's doing his best Josh Jacobs impression. Yeah. It's, it's so like, annoying. Those two are definitely <laughs> top of the league right now as running backs. And maybe I do have very, very high hopes for McCaffrey, so he might throw his hat in the ring once he gets going with the Niners because he, he got the, arguably the best running back in the league on now on the most efficient running offense in the league. And uh, with a coach that is historically dating back to his own father, just run the football. Like think Terrell, yeah. think Terrell Davis, you know, and maybe that's what McCaffrey ends up being. Maybe his catches go down or targets go down a little bit per game, but his touches will not. And it's still going to be prime time touches because that's what I mean. Jeff Wilson looks good. He's yeah, he's not that great, which is why sometimes he looks okay instead of terrible. But he's looking really good. It's fucking Jeff Wilson. You could throw anybody on the Niners' offense, and they'd look pretty good in that position. Not Trey Sermon. That's true. Not Trey Sermon. Oh, yes. <laughs> except for Trey Sermon. <laughs> yeah, too soon. Too soon, James. Too that's soon. A, that's a sore spot, man. I'm sorry. <laughs> Fucking Trey Sermon. Oh, that's too funny. Um, speaking of terrible running backs, Brendan then had Najee Harris at 12.7, 17 carries for 65 yards, three receptions for 15. He's getting touches. He's just not doing anything with it. Uh, and that's yeah. just too bad. Uh, Joe Mixon with 20. Joe Mixon's kind of had a uh, kind of year, but he's still a top 10. He looks back. kind of meh. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like he's getting volume and he's getting in a good offense, but he just doesn't like, I don't know. He's not efficient. He's kind of like a Najee. He's like Najee last year. Kind of. Yeah. I mean, look, he's getting a shit ton of touches in the, in the running game, in the passing game. I mean, he's finished under 10 once and it was eight points and then. 13 twice so his floor hasn't been too low but his ceiling he's capped at 24 other than that he hasn't gotten over 20 he's got 19.8 twice but that's okay he's having a good year it's just one that's like yeah. flying under the radar where solid. You kind of have higher expectations another stud matchup Devonte versus keenan allen it was nice to see keenan out there but i didn't see much of the game and it looks like uh he, he might not have played 32 of the snaps the yeah okay I, I don't know that. if that was like him being limited or if he was, you know what I mean? Brendan's team's in shambles right now. He really is. That's a big takeaway from this because Tyler Boyd, I mean, for Mike dropped 33, Deontay dropped 10. Um, Monrod dropped one, but he got hurt. He's out for the game. Like Mike Williams had a good game, 21.6, but now he's out for Brendan. And yeah, he's out know. for a while too. I heard high ankle sprain there. The coach said today they're measuring it in weeks, not days. Yeah. So I'm like, Damian Harris looked like a pretty good option before he got hurt, and then he got hurt, yeah. and now he's 
he's working his way back, but he also is just now he's behind Ramondre. And that's just what yeah. it is. Um, so a lot of things going poorly for Brendan. Plus Deion Jackson. I think he'll see more time moving forward once he gets a little bit healthier. But but yeah, right now, oh Ramondre just fumbled as if almost on cue. Yeah. It was Jacoby Myers. <laughs> oh, it was it? Okay. Yeah, it was an end around. Oh, and just on the backfield. They were in the backfield, so I presume yeah, it was a running back. Yeah, exactly. And Ramondre was literally right there on the ground. I was like, oh, yeah. shit. What? Oh, no, they did a fucking end around and couldn't hold on to it. It's a bummer. God, that's a disaster. But yeah, no, another Mike goes oh. 7-0. Brendan falls to 3-4. and four. There's a lot of 3-4 and four teams. So uh, I think this is another matchup of the week just because of uh, who we got on the show tonight. But you guys talk about your matchup and – Oh, oh yeah. the tide turned with a simple water boy gif. <laughs> I dude, I I was projected seventy five points. Like I know it was it was all over. The I was looking at it like, oh man, if I lose and I'm bad, I would hell of a sack uh, by Judon. Oh, yeah. Thinking like, unfortunately, mismanaging some of the games uh, against Mike with Josh Jacobs on the bench scoring fucking forty points <laughs> after I I picked up Lenny. And then uh, sitting Lenny and, and having him score 40 points and, and ended up losing to, to Listy. I was like, did I just mismanage my way out of the playoffs again? Like, God <laughs> damn it. And then Josh Jacobs put up fucking 40 points and Patrick Mahomes put up 33 and uh, rode off into the sunset there. <laughs> yeah, he had uh, – it was like 1% chance for like the longest time. And then like Josh, Josh, Josh Jacobs scored his first touchdown in the second half. And then his second, and then his third, and it was like still, re- yeah, like really close. <laughs> and then right after that, Patrick Mahomes threw like two bombs. I was like, oh my god. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, I still had a chance last night going into it with Waddle. Um, but he he actually had a good game, but he they just didn't need to throw it as much. Uh, had they had they needed, he got to the point though where he just needed like a thirteen yard touchdown to win. Um, so it was like it had gotten very close, but uh, it never came, and Jim persevered in a pretty low scoring affair actually yeah, very <laughs> 123 low to 113 although probably uh there's some other low scores this week too actually it's probably right around the median uh, when, when we look actually look at it because we had we had some tough ones <laughs> what's sitting what uh i was gonna say sitting david montgomery i was uh a little bit nervous but you know playing the pats defense i figured they'd try to take the run away but very clearly, and, and I, I hate to admit this while being recorded, I do think uh, Khalil Herbert is the better running back from a running back perspective on the Bears team, but he just can't pass block. And so David Montgomery is getting all of the, the looks and getting all of the chances, but very clearly against the pass, they just don't care. They're like, well, fuck it, we have to give it to the better runner. So he got that touchdown. What do you got to do? Bench yeah, points, I mean, I don't think baby. David Montgomery is bad, though. Um, like, I think he's a good running back. It's, it's, yeah. It's just the whatever you know. This offense is a joke. Um, did wait? Did something else just happen? <laughs> um, Thirty seconds left. If, if 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 we're drafting uh, defensive players, I'll, I'll take Judon. Yeah. Yes, defensive players. Uh, there's people who are apparently against that. Against that, Drew is against the defensive players. I am as well, but Isn't I, that weird? I, I feel like if if James pushes long enough, people will just cave. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to know why they don't why you don't like it. That's all. 
Oh my goodness. Um, and then our, our last matchup, James, why don't you walk us through it through, uh, through that one t- tonight? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was uh, myself against Kareem. I could not have been more confident going in to this matchup because I thought there's no effing way I lose to Kareem's <laughs> team. Um, <laughs> and then it was about, I don't know, 6.45, 7 o'clock. And I was like accepting the fact that, oh, I'm awful. I'm going to lose. This is fucking <laughs> terrible. Like I'm going to need to rely on George Pickens on Sunday Night Football to get me points. That hasn't worked out for me this year outside of the kicker. Like I'm one for four from that shit happening this year. So I was like, no way Pickens does anything for me. And then my boy, Kenneth Walker, just 75 yard touchdown. So that was wonderful. Um, Thank you, Andy for Kenneth. But anyways, we got Brady with 15 Garoppolo with 21. Brady is just so bad. I don't even want to talk about him. Like it's, it sucks. Uh, Brian Robinson, almost 13 points versus Damian Pierce with 18 points. Um, Damian Pierce looks really good every week. He looks good. Uh, he seems to me like he's going to be mid to high teens just based on touches and yardage. And if he scores a touchdown, he's going to be mid twenties and beyond if he has two. So I like Damian Pierce a lot. Things be great. Uh, Robinson looks like he's going to get, I don't know, anywhere from 16 to 22 touches a week. You take it, even though they're probably in the most scripted and obvious sets of all time because he played in 44% of the snaps and got 20 carries. So it's like the defense knows what you're doing when he's out there. Just change it up a little bit and get him off off kilter every now and then. Um, Kamara with 18 and a half versus Naheem Hines with almost 12. Uh, Marvin Jones with almost 10 points off eight targets. Uh, Michael Gallup with my give me my weekly goose egg. Thank you for that. I, Two targets, but we got Noah Brown seven. Oh, hey, when you got Noah Brown, you got to give him the ball. That's what we all know. <laughs> Fucking joke. Um, Godwin with almost 12 versus Bateman with eight. Uh, Godwin's had a couple of weird games in a row, but that ties into Brady and the Bucks, which is just incredibly frustrating. Like Godwin's gotten, I think, 14 and 13 carries or 12 and 13 carries the last two games. Yeah, 12 and 13. And he's got 130 receiving yards off of 13 catches. Like, it's just weird. So, yeah, he hasn't been very productive, but he's been getting a great volume. So, that's great. Uh, my boy Pickens picked it from Pickens or pick it from picked it, whatever the fuck. It's so confusing. 18 versus Mac, not it's actually Malik Holland. Picked it from Pickett. That's, that's what it is. Yeah, the guy that, can't not throw an interception. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he can't not throw an interception. He had three again. He's so bad. Um, but, but maybe he'll be good. Maybe he'll be good. <laughs> Tight ends, Kelsey. Uh, I thought he was going to go off. He had a good game of six for 98, but I don't think he caught a pass in the last, like, I don't know, 15, 17 they minutes had, of game time. They had a couple of – it was weird. They had, like, a dump off to Jarek McKinnon for, like, 70 yards. and They had, like, a not 70, but, like, 30-something. And they had a, yeah. a juju pass where he was somehow uncovered in the middle of the field. For yeah. 60 yards. Like, it was weird, some of the plays they had. So, they didn't get down, like, bad chunk plays. They didn't really need them down down low or yeah. for, you know, a third down or something like that. It's true. It's true. And uh, Isaiah, likely, yeah. Kareem started that guy. He got him 2.6 points. And then uh, <laughs> the most entertaining part of our matchup was our flex. Uh, I had Kenneth Walker, who dropped 35. And Kareem started Gus Edwards after trading Kenyon Drake for 
I don't even remember. Second, fourth, or something third, like that. The third. Third. Average amount was right. But cool. Lobar also got Gerald Everett. So mm, of course. How could I forget? Um but then Kareem goes out and plays Gus, who drops 20 points. It was just amazing. Uh kicker, Yeah, what did he score twice? Yeah, he had 16 yeah. carries, 66 yards, two TDs. Uh kickers, Carlson 10, Myers 16, Jets defense eight, Saints defense got about a half a point. So Finished about 145 to 120. Uh, we move on. Kareem's tanking continues. Uh, I almost blew it for him. Who gets the, tank, the greatest tank on earth next week? It's Phil. Oh, no. Phil's run <laughs> has begun. Just yeah. saying. He, he, he's going to be <laughs> two and five. Stinks now. <laughs> <laughs> but look, if DeAndre Swift comes back, it's a totally different ballgame. If he's back and he's playing, well, he will be great. But if he's back and he's playing, how long until he's hurt again and not playing with the same shoulder injury that he's had for the last three years? I couldn't tell you, honestly. Um, <laughs> it's so upsetting that he keeps getting hurt because he is really good. And the Dolphins have an, yeah. uh, the Lions have an incredible O-line. But, yeah, I don't know, man. Which, I mean, I think, I, I think he'll be back. It sounds like he might be back this week, but I'm just not convinced until they actually bring him back. Because um, it's... You know, I don't know. He just—it's the same thing every year. It seems like. Yeah, I mean, look, Jimbo has been benefiting from Swift's injuries all year, and perhaps if Swift comes back, you don't have to make as many tough decisions with your starting lineup because you can just roll out Montgomery, Jacobs, and Lenny. Well, Jamal Williams might not be startable anyways anymore now that their offense isn't as good. But they should look. About his last couple of weeks. No, but seriously, Craig Reynolds oh, yeah. like gets a lot of run out of nowhere. Like, who the fuck is that? Like, why? Hey, they like him out of Detroit. Yeah, it's like getting Noah Brown seven targets to Gallup's two. It's atrocious, and it's still a toss-up because even if you start Montgomery in the flex, that means I'm either passing on Cooks, Brown, Sutton, and Cooper. Well, because mm. London's not an issue anymore. So, I, I mean, I'll still have a choice. <laughs> but yeah, I. I got. I I need to upgrade. We'll we'll talk later about a uh, a Kelsey deal, James. Don't you worry. Oh, okay. <laughs> Maybe just, I won't have to worry about my bench. Just a friendly reminder: I gave up essentially a sixty percent shot at Bijan for for Kelsey. So I don't know. How could you have done that? You uh, gave up three first. No, <laughs> no. <laughs> I gave up. Um, Kareem's first, and Phil already has Max and Pats. What's that have to do with the deal that you did? Because it increases Phil's odds of getting Bijan first overall, like exponentially. So, but that doesn't have to deal with the value. Anyway, we're, we're, we'll, we'll talk about this. Okay, right, right. I got you. I got you. Uh, so there's a lot of three and four teams going into next week. <laughs> wow. Yeah, baby. But it's interesting because, like, there's, like, you have Chris, Mike, Mike, and Jim. Those are, like, four good teams. And then, like, you just have a group of th- – there's going to be three other teams that make the playoffs, and they're essentially just going to fall backwards into the playoffs. Like, it's be like, which teams suck the least? Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's been my plan all year. Oh, and Andy's got four wins. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> uh, but, yeah. no, seriously, like, that's what's happening. That's what's going to happen because you've got Kareem, who's falling down, obviously. Phil's two and five. 
Pat's one and six, so he's out of it. Labar is three and four. Max is three and four. Brendan's three and four. Teams in shambles. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm three and four. Minor shambles. Tim's three and four. James is three and four. It's nuts. It's going to be nuts the next couple of weeks. It's like every two weeks, it's just total reset, and then we're all the same again. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of it's kind of crazy. The bell curve is amazing in this league. <laughs> the, the like you do have two teams that are just much better, and you've got two teams that just fucking suck, and which <laughs> usually is me, to be perfectly fair. And then there's like everyone else in the middle. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, you're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. Which is why Phil's kicking himself for trading Jalen Hurts for a couple seconds round picks. So he got some good value there. And Kelsey for a first. I think because... he could have gotten a first for Jalen at some point, though. Yeah, he, he admits that, too. Um, but it's just funny because if he had Hurts and Kelsey and Swift was, like, potentially coming back, he'd be like, yeah, he'd be well, fine. this guy's two and five, but he's probably going to make playoffs. You know? He definitely would make the playoffs if he had those people. No, no doubt. No yeah. doubt. But, I mean, I but I've been in the same thing of you know, even last year where I looked at my team, I was like, yeah, I had depth. Like, maybe I could have made a run. But it's just like, but you have to win every game. And the lead is just so random. And you got to live outlive the bye weeps. And it's like, or I can just get a bunch of value here and reset it for next year. And it, it's just way easier. I, I think Max said it uh, sarcastically, but it was true. It was just like, it's just easier to just be like, well, fuck it. Let's reset and and reload production. And now he's got fucking three first round picks to go for Bijan, who will probably suck because that's the way fantasy football. Is. Ah, Bijan's <laughs> so good. <laughs> I've been so be wrong good, on but... all the rookie running backs. I'm like, oh, I don't like Jonathan Taylor. I don't think he's going to be that good. Oh, I don't like Kenneth Walker, or Brees Hall. I don't think they're going to be that good. Oh, give me Brian Robinson. You know, and. Whatever. So if I think Bijan's going to be good, he's probably not going to be that good. Sorry, Bijan. Bishop Sankey all over <laughs> Sorry, again. Bishop Sankey. It's true. You haven't been able to draft running backs forever. Going back to the Bishop Sankey days. <laughs> I'll say this, man. I drafted Bishop Sankey. Sankey and I, I won the championship. Fuck you. <laughs> Despite it. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> that's so good. That oh was my terrible. God. But honestly, Ooh. that's what happens when your approach is just limping into the playoffs and hoping that shit just happens to go your way for a couple of weeks. and You can't win if you don't get in. Exactly. Just get in the playoffs and see what happens. Fantasy football, baby. But speaking of playoffs, I did mention that Mike List is an expansion team that's looking really good and hasn't missed the playoffs. Conversely, we've got Jimbo here, who has also an expansion team that has not made the playoffs. So tell us a little bit about your experience so far as a fellow expansion team unable to break the ice there. Yeah. Uh, it, I've, I've talked about this a lot uh, and, and unfortunately had a, a lot of time to think about it in the off seasons, uh, not making the playoffs. And it, it all came down to uh, really whiffing in the first round repeatedly year after year, after year, after year. And uh, the, the biggest difference this year is realistically that, 30-second window where I was very clearly going to go A.J. Dillon and make a trade with Phil for him to trade up to get Dillon. And uh, I said, fuck it. You know what? I think I think Josh Jacobs is going to be the guy. I, I wasn't worried about the timeshare, and I thought uh, McDaniels would just have some gadget plays for the guy. And uh, that's really the difference. 
And so hopefully that just continues to be the case and, and we get into the playoffs here and see what it's like. But I, I think I told Fournier earlier of just like having a winning season and not whiffing in the first round is like a win by itself, which sounds ridiculous <laughs> and the team sucks so bad. Of like, you know, you gotta set expectations like the Jags when it's like, oh well, we won three games this year. Um but yeah, no, this is it, actually... it's gonna be Well, I mean honestly, like it wasn't like drafting Trey Sermon when you did last year was a bad move. Like, right, it just didn't work just, out. Like the things oh, just right. like they either go your way or they don't. Yeah, like, or they don't. You could argue drafting Noah Font, Noah Fant in the first round last year probably wasn't the best oh, decision. Agreed. Um, agreed. But then you also went and drafted Cortland Sutton in the second, who ended up being a keeper who has started off really good. Um, and Cooks, and yeah, I mean, yeah, we. We got lucky in the second. Unfortunately, I'm stacked with second rounders next year, so let's just keep that going. Ooh, I love the second round. I never have a pick in it, but then I always want to get in it. It's <laughs> well, we're talking about Kelsey. I mean, I got plenty of seconds. <laughs> no. If I lost to if I lost to Kareem this week, I would have been like, just take him from me. I'll take some fab. Just give me some fab. <laughs> End the pain for me. Oh, that would have been fucking brutal. Okay. Yeah, it's we didn't make it the easiest for expansion teams to come in. It was pretty difficult. So I think to like it's what I was saying earlier about Staz and I joining that basketball league. Like we both had two different approaches and see what happens. Like you and you and List have kind of gone in immediate different directions, but both of you are still headed in the right direction. Like I look at both your teams, I'm like, oh, they've got good draft capital. They've got good options. You got some players for this year. That's some good keeper options. You look at some other teams, like better than what my team looks like. You know, um, like the future outlook for you guys looks pretty damn good. So hasn't been easy, but I do think both of you have done a pretty damn good job. And probably and, because you don't trade every other day. But <laughs> well, I, I was going to say to to list these credit as well. It's just so funny every year after the draft everyone's like, oh my god, Jim, you did such a phenomenal job in the draft. And it's like, actually, no. It ends up fucking sucking. And Listy's <laughs> getting, like, Lamar in the sixth round and grab Derrick Henry. And, like, he is making the better draft picks. It's just that our league doesn't value the the ones that he goes with. And he ends up having a great team. Like, I, even the the historical one, which I agreed with at the time, of, like, why'd you, why'd you draft Michael Pittman? And it's like, and then he had a great year. And it's like, all of a sudden, he's now a good wide receiver. So, uh, I mean, he's, he can evaluate talent. I, I think much better. And so he's been consistent every year and that's the difference. Yeah. And I think he, he doesn't shoot for the stars with all of his picks. Yeah. He takes like calculated safe player in most situations, like going after Juju this year. It's kind of like, yeah, it could have been a little early when you drafted him, but the opportunity was there. He has playing for the best quarterback and he's actually shown out to be pretty decent and he's young. So like all these good things were there to make Juju appealing. It's just Juju's been really bad for a couple of years and yeah, situation dictates everything most of the time. So uh, not surprised to at the end of the day, I am surprised because I was doubting Juju, but now after seeing it, it's like all those signs were there where it makes a lot of sense. So I don't know. We spent a lot of time tonight talking about Juju Smith-Schuster. Kind of a <laughs> shocker of the evening. 
Um, <laughs> well, let's talk about, talk about Juju when you can. Let's talk about some NFL news for a couple minutes because I think we all were a little taken aback by the injuries yesterday. Like there were just so many, and they were all serious. Like I don't even think I can list them off, but I'm gonna try. Like J.C. Jackson torn what patellar whatever ligament something yeah um, not good Brees hall torn acl dk metcalf for a while we thought was a torn acl but we'll see what happens there uh could just be a couple of weeks um are some... we sure he didn't just need to poop <laughs> dude they were saying that like i was able to pay attention to that game for like when they cut oh, into Patel it attended rupture and acl tear for jesse jackson might oh be career ending oh my god that's awful oh Oh yeah, like we talked about all the jokes I said earlier. Damn. Yeah, we talked about <laughs> ACL and MCL injuries. That's like, how is that even possible? It's like just I don't know. Died. He had a dislocated kneecap. That's yeah. why you go get your money because you don't fucking know. Yeah, that's why you get that money, baby. That's right. Yeah. And look, some of these injuries are really brutal, but they've left the door open for other opportunities. I think. It, James Robinson trade to the Jets is a weird one. Like I never would have guessed that James Robinson would have been traded for. Um, and now he's in the Jets, which I don't know what that means. Like, is this good for James Robinson? Is it is it bad? Are the Jets like gonna continue to run the ball and be it's good? Not or are they worse like... than where he was at before, but I don't think it's that much better. That's kind of my take. It's worse for Michael Carter, that I can tell you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Poor I mean, guy, like, man. Showed up his rookie year and they've just been fucking him. We need this dead guy to come save you, Michael. <laughs> well, that's what's like, look, as much as the opportunities are going to be limited between the two, it's still better for James Robinson, right? Like he was getting, he had zero touches this week. His snapshot has decreased every single game since I traded for him. Thanks, asshole. And, uh, now he should at least be getting first and second down touches and, He'll get like I don't know maybe he'll be like the Brian Robinson of the of the Jets offense where he's going to get a lot of carries. But we talk about how bad this Jets offense is going to be. <laughs> it's going to be I'm, so fucking bad. Like they have no one. They're going to have to force Zach Wilson to throw the ball. Like I'm focusing That's on running backs, but well. they need to force him to throw the ball. It's like he's throwing it lefty. I haven't even really watched it. It's just like the fact that it. the wide receivers don't catch the ball. And that alone, it's like Tyler Conklin, who's the tight end, also doesn't catch the ball. Like the Jets' offense, they all their guys were so good with Joe Flacco. Now right. they're so bad, which is also a joke. Yeah, <laughs> like, right, right. What is yeah. going on? Yeah, I, he's so bad. I don't know what they're. Honestly, it's like Mariota, but he just can't run it as well. <laughs> like that's <laughs> what he is. Yeah, like I think that just shows how incredible Brees Hall is. Because yeah. basically, with Brees out there, the Jets looked like a legitimate playoff team, and their defense was their defense looks pretty good. Well, I think their defense had uh, more to do to do with it than their offense did. But but point taken. But their offense uh, was still doing good, and it was all it was all Brees Hall. Yeah, you know? yeah, he was their entire offense uh, the last couple of weeks, and yeah, I don't know. It's they're going to be horrible. Yeah. I mean, we're talking about best rookie wide receiver being uh, Chris Olave, who's the best rookie running back this year. As if everyone's healthy, I don't like factoring in the ACL. Well, it would be Brees Hall then, but but now it's Kenneth Walker. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Or is it Damian Pierce? Who knows? We'll we'll 
Time will tell on that one. <laughs> Jumo, you're talking to Fournier and Andy just don't think Damian Pierce is good. They're like, no way could any running back not be drafted in the first or early second round be good. There's just no way. That's not what I'm saying. <laughs> but I'm saying that he could easily be Michael Carter or um, he could easily be – who was the guy that just got traded? Um, Brian Robinson. Uh, James, James Robinson. James Robinson. No, no, no. There was somebody else. It happened to uh, – Elijah Mitchell, uh, fourth or fifth round rookie. Uh, McCaffrey comes in over his head. So I'm just saying it's it's not like teams don't care as much if you draft in the fourth or fifth round about you. Is Period. it is it a fair comparison when Michael Carter really wasn't that good? And Dame like Michael Carter was fine, but Damian yeah. Pierce is actually playing really, really good. And Elijah Mitchell can't stay healthy. And the Niners are trying to win now. You know, so no, it doesn't I mean, seem like apples So to this apples. year for Elijah Mitchell, I get that a little bit, but Elijah Mitchell would look really good last year. Um, and so, like, I, I just think that it's – yes, Damian Pierce looks a little bit better, but, I mean, if they get the right person, like, there's a lot of running backs in next year's draft. If there's the right guy who's available at the right time, they're not going to hesitate to take somebody in the second round who's, like, a superstar who they think can be, like, that Brees Hall guy. That's what I mean. It's possible. He's not that guy. Couldn't that happen to anyone, though, like – Think of all the first-round running backs that are out there, early, second-round running backs. That yeah. Are out there. Couldn't it happen but to them? But it doesn't typically happen to them because they typically but it, good. Yeah, it won't happen to Jonathan Taylor. Like, right. Indy's like, not going to go out and grab a running back. They're, they're going to fucking quarterback. Dalvin Cook, they, no one's gone out and grabbed a running back in, the, in Minnesota. You know what I mean? Like, if there are these guys who are, you know, seen as elite or have elite traits or could be elite – like Damian Pierce, I think is very good. He's getting opportunities, which is the most important thing for running backs. Um, but I don't think he looks like Brees Hall out there, or Kenneth Walker for that matter. Why not? Personally, like look at his I stats. I think he does. Look at like his, his stats. I'm just I'm saying he's getting opportunities. Opportunities are the most important thing. Yeah. I just don't think he's as nearly as electric. And I think that when like right now he's splitting time with Rex Burkhead. Like if Texans want to be a real team, they're going to need another running back besides Rex Burkhead. Um, and like, I just think that you're, we're going to see like, as they change, I think you could see his role shift, um, for this year. I think he's great. I just don't know what's going to happen as much as I know, like Seahawks don't need to go get a running back next year. They got Kenny Walker, you know? Yeah. But if the value's there, what's stopping them? Then they could just make Kenneth Walker's career last longer and have two guys on rookie deals that are both really good. Like who know who knows? I, I mean, I hear that a little bit, but no. <laughs> like, what are the chances? The chances are better for Damian Pierce to get someone drafted. I get your point. Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, I, like, I mean. yeah. Pete Carroll's not Bill Belichick overnight and just going to be like, well, here's three good running backs. Like, yeah, no. right. But like, it's not like I Damian. It's not like Damian Pierce is having an average season. Like, he right now is RB twelve, and he didn't even really right. get touches for the first two games. He's at 20 points, 31 points, 23 points, the buy, and then 18 points. Like, that's that's RB1 numbers. Uh, yeah, he gets volume. So, like, if you're going to compare him to – You're going to compare – But, like, it's not just volume. Like, Najee Harris gets volume. Najee Harris does he doesn't diddly get with it. the same volume, though. Are you sure? Let's let's look at it. All right, let's do this on the I'd fly. I'd be curious. <laughs> um, who we How got many here? carries? <laughs> Ajay Harris. So look at him. 10, 15, 15, 18, 11, 14, 17. Less number of carries. Targets, 2, 6, 3, 0, 4, 3, 4. 
his workload is a little bit lower than last year. That's for sure. It's a lot lower than last year. Yeah. For sure. And then Damian Pierce, Damian Pierce has like, you know, he's had 20, the last four weeks, 20, 26, 14, and 20 to go along with four, five, and six, and then two for targets. So he's getting yeah. like, even though they're somehow, I don't understand how they could possibly run the ball this many times. It's so Atlanta of them. Um, it's like they're in these games where they're losing and they just keep running it. Um, and their quarterback is David Mills. So they're committed to fucking run it too. <laughs> That's part of the issue, I suppose. <laughs> I, I guess I'm just I, – I think he's good. I just don't know that I'm like – like I'm not in any way, shape, or form putting him in the Brees Hall, Kenneth Walker conversation for running backs out of this draft class. How far behind? A decent amount. I mean, he's not a top 10 dynasty asset, in my opinion, from a running back perspective yet. Like if he, if he dominates the rest of the year and does this – and they don't draft somebody in the draft next year, then that's when I would say, okay, now he's into the top 10 for running backs. But well, until then, I don't think we can say it. If he dominates like this for the rest of the year, why would they draft someone? They already have someone. Like you I'm just them. telling you. <laughs> it's not how the teams think about it. <laughs> I, I get what draft you're capital, saying. Draft capital is important. So yeah. I, I'm – uh, I like Reddit. Uh, for for those that don't know, I'm not a Twitter guy, but uh, I got this stat that I think is ridiculous. Through seven weeks, Daniel Jones has more rushing yards than Najee Harris. So there you go. <laughs> that is great. That's amazing. Because <laughs> Daniel Jones is like fast. Like forget every every year that he can actually run the ball and look good while he's yeah, doing yeah, it. Yeah, actually doesn't look bad running it. And no. it helps they just do like a fake to Saquon and everyone's like, well, we're going to try to stop Saquon. So you can do whatever the hell you want. <laughs> Danny Boy's making him pay. He's making him pay. <laughs> I don't know, man. But on another note, Fournier, what's new with you this week? We haven't touched on you. Not too much. Uh, let's see what we got going on. Zola and I played tennis tonight. That was fun. We've been taking up tennis. Ooh, um, okay. Not like particularly good, but little exercise, things of that nature. Um, other than that, what's going on? Um, really not much at all. Just a normal week. I think uh, we're planning to try to book our tickets to come back to Boston for around the holidays. Um, not totally sure when that will be yet, but hopefully around um, maybe like Christmas time at some point. But we got to sort that out and see what, uh, what they're looking like. Um, so hopefully I get to see some of you guys then. Um, and then uh, my parents actually told me they're planning to come out in February. So That's we cool. got to sort that out. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. I think we, uh, I think we might do like a 21st to the 29th December trip. Nice. Uh, the only positive from not being able to make your wedding Jimbo is we got our tickets refunded. So now we can like oh, kind, nice. of, kind of semi afford a trip around Christmas time. It's kind of crazy, but Nice. Yeah. Anyways, you you both missed a uh, a beautiful hotel for the the wedding. So, oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I'm not I'm I'm not sure if you've heard this story, Ryan, but it, it was god fucking awful. There, oh no, I did one, not hear that. Oh yeah. If, <laughs> yeah. if there was one thing I would change, it, it would have been putting it. So, but uh, yeah, uh, <laughs> we we went in, we went into the bridal suite, and uh, the first word that Deanna said was nope. <laughs> nope no 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 and oh, now yeah. mind you like I, I travel a lot for work I, I'm in a hotel now 
And uh, in in the five years after graduating, I've spent almost a year traveling in in hotels. Wow. I've only I've only asked for a new room twice. One, they clearly booked me in someone else's room. I walked in and like shit was everywhere. I was like, you gave me the wrong room. <laughs> and then it was this time. But I got this guy's I, computer. <laughs> yeah, like yeah, it's so weird. Uh, and then it was this time we, uh, we went in and we're like, nope, no, 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 no. So we went down and we asked for a new room and the guy was like, you know, we won't have anything that is like the bridal suite. And I just <laughs> laughed and I was like, hope, hopefully, hopefully there is nothing like that room. I was just, <laughs> ended up being an okay room. Yeah. Hey, dude, it had a fireplace in it that hadn't been cleaned. Looked like birds were in it. I, I think the oh uh, the running the running joke of it was like I didn't want to take my shoes off in any of the rooms. Like it, it's one of those floors were just moldy. Uh, they had a they had an indoor pool, but it was one of those things from like very clearly the seventies where the indoor pool was like part of the lobby, and then rooms were around the pool, so it just smelled like a pool. It was dirty. It, you either pools. had like a clean toilet or a clean shower, but you didn't have both. <laughs> so yeah, it was. It was uh, I apologize for anyone that ended up staying in that fucking hotel. Oh, I'm sure the boys were just fine. <laughs> Dude, it was really funny getting a video from Jimbo at like I don't know, was it eight o'clock or seven o'clock at night, whatever time it was, and he's like, "Well, at least you're not in this hotel right now." And he just shows me my light flickering just nonstop. Oh <laughs> Like oh, so oh, you have the Ve- you have the Vecna room, okay? Vecna's right on top of you, and then and, when it- and not like a light bulb flicker, like like electrical wiring flickering, yeah. where like doesn't matter which light bulb you put there, the thing was gonna fucking flicker. <laughs> and then Andy the current takes- is not continuous. <laughs> and then speaking of going to the getting someone else's room, Andy and Andrea walked into their room, and were there just people in the room? Vice versa. They were just hanging out, you know, before the rehearsal dinner. And uh, yeah, someone fucking scanned into the room and just <laughs> very clearly got overbooked, just making eye contact with some strangers. So, What's up, guys? So I actually have a story that just reminded me of. I was in, uh, we lived in Medford very briefly while our while we were waiting for our, our condo to get finished. And um, <laughs> I went to the gym. And I thought I had come back. The gym was on a different floor. I can't remember what floor it was on. But I thought I went back to the right room. But it turns out it did not. So I just like go into this room. I got my headphones in. And, like the kitchen's on the left. And I look to the right. And there's this guy like, and he's literally laying on his bed with his shirt off. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on right now? <laughs> and I walked into the apartment like below mine or above mine or something. Uh, just turned around and left. Like, sorry, man. Sorry, I'm out. <laughs> Like you should lock your door. <laughs> See you later. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> door was open. Just thought I'd check on you. <laughs> those those, oh, cur- those curtains behind you, Jimbo, look like they're from uh, 1995. What, what's the view on the other side of those? What are you oh, looking oh, at? It's, it's uh, a high school. So, um, yeah, it's real weird. Like, it's legitimately. Really weird. Like, like I, I, I'm not making this up. It's... <laughs> Saint uh, okay. Santa Monica High School. Like you see the, those a, courts over there. Huh. Maybe they put, a, they put a high school next to a hotel. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And so uh, I went to uh, whoops, I, I went to the uh, the store to get some snacks and whatnot and get some food because you know every place was closed and there were just 
high schoolers walking around. It was real weird for the uh, the cheerleaders <laughs> practicing as well. I was like, I don't think this is a good idea. Ladies, so I'm married. Here, but... <laughs> See the ring? Come on. Come on. My bachelor party, we shared a building with the bachelorette party, and none of the guys talked to the girls. I'm nope. safe. I promise. Yep. <laughs> yep. True story. True so story. That's amazing. Marijuana is a hell of a drug. Yes, it is. I couldn't I couldn't help but notice when you stood up, your camera seemed to follow you. Oh yeah. Yeah. Tell me more. Uh on uh the generation before the one that just got released for iPads to follow you. Oh shit. I had no idea. Yeah, Andy's got one. It's nice for good of you to notice that. It's it's good for uh, FaceTime and family and whatnot. It was nice in Indianapolis. Um, I for, I also forgot to tell you guys, this, this is bad of me for forgetting. Um, my brother Frank got engaged. So that's oh, all that nice. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Congrats, Frank. Yeah, that's amazing. You know, that little news, you know. Yes. Yeah. Oh. Sometimes oh. you remember. <laughs> oh, we're definitely not going to top that one. Awesome, Frank. Congratulations, yeah. dude. Congrats, yeah. man. Great, he, great uh, He waited until after uh, our wedding to propose, but uh, they booked the venue and the date before, so it was kind of like one That's of those so things funny. where it's like, okay, so it's it's incoming. It's a formality. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, it's it's in Bristol, Rhode Island, so we'll, we'll be around. Oh, nice. Okay, What's the there name? You go. Uh, Bristol Harbor Inn. Nice. Bristol okay. Harbor Inn. Sound nice. Yeah, That's fucking awesome. expensive as shit for hotel rooms. So yeah, hopefully it's it better than the Vecner room. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> that was so funny, dude. So funny. But well, we're good. We're getting uh, a little lengthy here. That's a good spot to stop it. You know, congratulations. Yeah, I've got to eat dinner too. Uh, oh, that's right, you guys. It's dinner time. I'm about to go to bed. Oh yeah, man, it's point seven. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah you came from the east coast <laughs> yeah. amazing all right thanks Let's, for having me I'll see yeah you guys later. love it it's Jimbo. been awesome man thank you james pleasure as always until next time later boys Oi.